Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Let me make sure y'all can hear me. Let me check my other screen. Hold on. Let me make sure everything is great. Okay, yep. Knew that was about to go off. All right, you guys. I hope y'all are doing good. Can y'all see me? Okay, okay, okay. All right. Hey. Oh my gosh, I know it has been a while, child. It has been a long two weeks. First of all, I didn't realize I was going to be gone that long, okay? So let's start there. Um, I started off in the ATL because I hadn't been to Atlanta in a long time. Hey, everybody. Thank you guys so much for the love. I appreciate y'all. So I started off in the ATL. I went down there for the Legends of streets, the Boosie thing, the whole Boosie situation. I wanted to go to that concert, got very jet lagged and just stayed in my hotel and went to sleep. Um, so then I spent the rest of the week running around, meeting different people. I got a chance to meet um, Ms. Deb Antony and her crew and they were so cool and so welcoming. So I had a really good time. I also got a chance to meet Dr. Heavenly. You guys know I am now a big fan of Married to Medicine, so it's awesome getting a chance to meet her. Um, what else? And then my cousin, shout out to Victoria. She's getting married soon. So she decided to do her bachelor, her bachelorette party in Atlanta. So that's why I stayed so long because it didn't make no sense for me to fly in and then leave and then fly back. So I was like, okay, I might as well just stay until her bachelorette party. And so we did that. I got a chance to meet her friends. Honey, when I tell you all those women, they were like the example of like, you know, black and minority excellence. Like, Half of them was doctors. The one uh, lady was a, a, a lawyer. I mean, Black women coming together, handling their business, nothing but positive energy. So shout out to you ladies. It was so awesome getting to know you guys. And I'm very shy when I meet new people, so I'm kind of like off in the cut. And so everybody's asking for everybody's Instagram page. And I'm like, oh, okay, here goes mine. And they're like, oh my God, Cardi B follows you. Who are you? What do you do? And then I had to like kind of explain who I was. And they were just so sweet, you know? So it was cool, y'all. I'm glad. Sipping Tea Savage says, love to see it. Me too. And so then while I was down in Atlanta, you know, minding my black ass business, okay? Going everywhere. Cardi hit me up and she wanted me to come to her party. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm in Atlanta. You and I are usually in Atlanta. This works out great. She's like, no, it's not in Atlanta. It's in LA. I'm like, <laughs> let me see what I can do. And so I had to call home because, you know, the boys are here. My mother-in-law, my ex-husband's mom was here with them. My brothers, you know, everybody comes to the house to keep an eye on the kids. You know, kids, you can't just leave kids. Even though my oldest is 20, you just don't leave kids by themselves, right? So I always have an adult here for all y'all concerned, you know, how people do. Um, so I called and I was like, do you mind you know, staying like an extra day or two, I want to fly out to LA to Cardi B's party. And everybody was like, yes, that's a good opportunity. Go out there, go see her again, go have fun. So I have such, uh, I'm blessed to have the support system that I have. And so um, I changed my flight. <laughs> Instead of going to Minneapolis, I went to LA and um, I had such a good time. It was very, very fun. Um, okay, so the theme was like reggae dance hall. 
So yes, I was dressed super sexy. Y'all wasn't ready for my outfit, honey. Y'all was not ready. I ran into a lot of like just dope tea sippers there. And a lot of people were like shocked when they saw me. I don't understand why people still think I'm five foot, five foot or five one. I'm not. So people are always shocked when they see me that I'm tall and that I, you know, my body ain't perfect, but you know, I'm not fucking bad built, you know? So it was just funny to like run into people. They were like shocked. Like, are you lovely T? You know? So that was really dope. I'm going to share my screen with y'all really quick. This is me talking about the party, honey. So I had, I had a really good time. It was, it was fun. Met a lot of really dope people. Let me show y'all my Instagram. I also got my lovely T 2002 page. Instagram gave that back after having blocked it from live streaming and everything for six months. I don't know. But um, let me see. This is a boomerang. So that was me walking in. My friend took the picture. Um, so these were two girls I was with, um, Ashley and Suzette. Shout out to y'all. They were so sweet. Nothing but good energy. I just, I really like them. This was um, some tea sippers that I met. And so they were just really, really sweet. I don't want to play any audio because there's music and I don't want YouTube to flag the stream. So we were taking pictures. Um, Cardi being asked that I was over there by the stage. So I had a good, that was me, Chad, trying to, trying to twerk some, honey. Um, so this is just some more pictures here. We're looking fly. So we went and we took a lot of pictures early before the crowd got there. So that was just me again. That's my one of my best friends, Aaron. Um, from LA, so I bought him with me as well. That's Claire from um, Fashion Bomb Daily. So she's a tea sipper. Shout out to Claire. It's good to see her again. So it was a lot of like just really cool people there. Um, let me see. I saw Jason Lee there. Armand was there. So it's good to see everybody again. But I hung out more or less with, you know, my friends and uh, tea sippers who recognized me. We had fun. We danced. The food was good. They was giving out free weed. I don't smoke, but you know, Aaron helped himself. Um, the weed people was cool. They helped. They had, they watched our food for us. I'm like, I don't want to walk around with all this food. But then by the time we come back, there's not going to be no food. Can we just leave the food with y'all? So the weed people, that was cool. Shout out to the weed girl. She, she watched all our food. <laughs> so we thank y'all. Y'all like the outfit? Muy caliente. Yay! <laughs> I see the, I see the cayenne peppers in the chat. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I try, honey. I try. So, um, it was dope. It was dope. I had a really good time. The energy was cool. There was a lot of celebrities in the house. You know, some I speak to, some I don't speak to, you know, kept it moving. But, um, for the most part, the energy was really cool. Um, the cake lady was a bitch. Let me say that. I told Cardi B about that. I was like, what's up with the cake lady? So I'm back there behind, you know, behind stage. And I'm the type of person, because I know how it is when you're the, the main person at an event, you know, just like I've done like my little dope beauty events and stuff, you miss a lot of nuances. So the cake people, they bought out her cake and her cake was gorgeous. It had like the Trinidadian flags, Dominican flags. You could tell they worked hard on it. So I said, oh, let me take a picture of that because a lot of times you miss moments like that. Everybody else is covering the celebrities and people twerking and doing all that stuff. I'm all like, oh my God, what a beautiful cake. Let me take this picture, you know, in case she doesn't even get to really absorb it all in because it was really pretty. So I'm trying to take the picture. She's like, no, no, you can't take a picture of the cake. I'm like, girl, really? Okay, cake boss wannabe. So I was like, okay, well, fuck it. You know, so I told her about it. She was like, what the hell? She's like, I probably saw the cake for 10 seconds. 
I don't know why they won't let you take a picture of it. But yeah, she was like freaking out and shit about this cake. And you would think that she would have wanted the picture taken because I could have, you know, posted on social media and gave her, you know, props because it was dope. I thought they did a great job, but the bitch was like upset and she was trying to block the cake and shit. No pictures of the cake. I'm like, okay, bitch. All right, bro. <laughs> All right, do you? Yeah, it's just weird. I didn't know what that was about. So that's <laughs> so that's one of the only drama that I had at the party was with the cake bitch. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the bootleg cake boss. She had an attitude about me taking about no, taking a picture about the cake. But the cake was gorgeous, honey. I didn't get to try none either. So I don't know if they ever cut it or if they threw it away. What happened to the cake? I didn't get none. But um, yeah, that was a mess. But yeah, I think other than that, it was cool. Um, the vibes was cool. Spice was there. It was a lot of music with so many people there that I didn't even find out some of you were there until like the next day. Like I didn't see Snoop Dogg. I heard he was there. Burner Boy was there. Future was there. I think one of the girls saw Future. I didn't see him, but it was just so many people. Uh, Karuchi was there. Karuchi is itty bitty. She's like so adorable. She's like super tiny, like five foot. Like you just want to pick her up. She's so cute. But she was there. Mariah Lynn was there. Me and her spoke. I like Mariah Lynn. Good energy. She's itty bitty too. I'm like, damn, all these girls, when you meet them in real life, because they have such big personalities on television, when you see them, they're like literally five foot, five foot two. And I'm just like, you're so small. Even Tommy. I saw Tommy and Tommy's very pretty. She was there with her security guard taking pictures backstage and she's short. So I was kind of surprised, you know, Tommy has that huge personality. So it was just cool to like see a lot of these people um, face to face. Somebody, yeah, Burner Boy was there. Somebody said it was Bianca. I don't know who Bianca is. I'm not sure who that is. Yeah, it was a lot of people that were there. So, and like I said, it was so many people that she didn't even get to see them either. You know, so it was just a lot. And she was being pulled so many different ways. Oh, yeah, let me show y'all the video. Because I kind of walked in with her and Asa and them off to the side. So I got the video of Lizzo walking in. We can talk about the Lizzo situation. So let me show y'all the video here. Um, I had gotten, I posted this on Instagram. Now, this was Lizzo walking into the party when they first saw each other. So I kind of captured those moments for her. This was like how fast we got. Oh, here it is. So that was Lizzo walking in. And, you know, I saw Lizzo a few times there at the party. Now, I know it's been like a lot of controversy about her outfit, people going in on her. I'm going to say this. I thought, I don't think there was anything wrong with her outfit for the event, okay? Everybody's not a size two. Everybody is not built like an Instagram model. I mean, it's to the point where I feel self-conscious at times even putting something on because I'm like, dang, I don't even know if I look nice enough to pull off a certain look. So I couldn't imagine being plus size and being Lizzo and constantly being picked apart like that. You know, I feel like, oh God, people can call you on your, oh God. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't got a damn iPhone 13. I'm still learning this phone. I didn't know they could call me through the damn computer. Y'all know I'm old. I don't know shit about this. That's why I haven't really been posting on social media because I had to go get a new phone and I don't even know how this phone works. I turned the silencer off. I guess people can call me through the computer. I'm such a mom. I'm like, oh my God, they're calling through the computer. 
go. So anyways, like I was saying, I feel like Lizzo understood the assignment, right? She had on the see-through fishnet outfit. I mean, hell, the girls that I was with, I mean, they had fishnets. They were very scantily clad, you know, as was I. So I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about Lizzo's outfit or say that she shouldn't have wore that. There was literally a woman there who had nothing but like Jamaican flag. No, she had marijuana, but they're like the Jamaican colors on her titty nipples. That was it. You know what I'm saying? And then like everything else was like little booty shorts and fishnets. Yeah, yeah, T got an iPhone. Ain't that crazy, y'all? I don't have to jump from team Android to team iPhone. Long story, but yes, I got an iPhone 13 Max. I'm still trying to figure out. So the lady, there was ladies there with pasties and breast implants. A lot of people were like really dressed scantily clad, okay? That, that was the theme of the party. It was old school dance hall reggae. So I thought when Lizzo walked in, I was like, okay, she understood the assignment. Lizzo seems very comfortable with her body. Who cares? But then, of course, on social media, it ended up being just like this big hoopla. But then I also went um, to her Instagram page, and I noticed that she posted this picture. This was before the controversy yesterday. She had posted a picture the day of her wearing the outfit. And she's like bent over, ass out, and she's putting up the middle finger, I guess, basically towards the haters because she knew she was going to get hate. So let me go ahead and show y'all that really quick here. It's on my desktop. Y'all are bugging out. Like, T got an iPhone. What the F? My mind is blown. Here go the cell phone wars. Team Galaxy all day. Okay. I'm still team Android. But unfortunately, I just, I had to get an iPhone, y'all. Business purposes. So this is the picture that Lizzo posted, right? Um, We're not going to keep that on the screen too long. And she's bent over with her ass out in the middle finger. And my thing is this, you know, with Lizzo, I feel like she needs to stop addressing the haters. If you're going to put something on and be proud to wear it and be comfortable in it, stop worrying about what other people say. You know you're going to get backlash no matter if you have on a potato sack or a see-through outfit. And I think that she tends to, she tends to let the internet really like, you know, bother her. Because my thing, if you're so unbothered, you don't care, there's no reason to be bent over with your ass out with the middle finger towards everybody the day of the party. So I th- and I didn't see that until afterwards. I thought that was kind of strange, right? So she been getting a lot of backlash on social media. A lot of people saying they didn't like her outfit. Adele came to her, you know, to her defense. So then late last night, I decided to, you know, just kind of peek around Instagram on this new phone as I'm trying to figure out shit. And all of a sudden, I just see ass in my face. I'm like, what's going on now? Like, whose ass is this? What happened? (laughs) I was minding my business, got hit in the face with ass. So Lizzo is mad at the haters. And so she decides to just basically pull down her pants and moon everybody. I I just, I was confused. I'm like, damn, what did I miss? I I leave the internet for like a day and Lizzo's mooning folks and going off. Let me go ahead and share this with y'all here. Give me just a second. This is, hold up, hold up. Now, I hope people don't keep calling during this stream. Now, I'm kind of nervous. So, this was the... (laughs) Let me show this first picture. This is what hit me, and then the video hit me. So, this was a a still shot, okay? So, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? 
So then I, I'm scrolling, going through the Lizzo hashtag, and then I see the video. So let me share the video with y'all here. Oops, sorry. Let me pull that up. Okay, so this is the video of Lizzo here. Y'all watch this. Fucking asshole. You know what? It's just for that, y'all can kiss my ass again. Kiss my ass, bitch. Kiss my ass, ho. Kiss my ass. <laughs> kiss my ass. Oh, it's look good. It's Come on now. Oh, oh. kiss my ass. All right. <laughs> wait, was my deal? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um. <laughs> you know, when I see that, I'm just like, you. I mean, I get it. I get giving a big f you to the haters, but my thing is. When you're comfortable in your own skin, you don't have to do all that. At what point do you stop addressing the haters? At what point do you just live your life and say, this is who I am. If they don't like what I had on, oh, well, and keep it pushing. You know, I think that's the part that that kind of that kind of bothers me is that she'll do this and, and show her ass and, and cuss out the haters and everything. But then in a few days, she'll be crying. So that's the thing. Which one is it? Are you going to be secure with yourself and your weight and not care what people have to say and just do you and live your life? Because at the end of the day, we can't please everybody. OK, there's some people who thought my titties was too big for the dress. Bitch, I can't please you. There's nothing I can do. These are my real breasts. OK, can't please everybody. Right. So either you're going to accept who you are and leave all the foolishness alone, because, again, Adele was also a big girl a few years back and people used to clown her about her weight. I've never seen Adele moon anybody. See, you know, at, at some point in time, it just starts to look uncouth. It's like, you know, do you and have fun, but you don't have to do all that to prove things to the haters because the haters are always going to be there. They're always going to have something to say. But I don't think there was anything wrong with her outfit at all. I thought that she understood the assignment. The assignment was to dress super sexy. Cardi B wanted all types of skin and everything else. And that's what she served. And if you didn't like it, you didn't have to look at it. You get what I'm saying? But I just feel like at times she just does a bit much. And that's what kind of turns people off from her is the things that she does in response to the haters. Whereas if she would have just ignored the haters, let them say what they had to say, the story would have blew over for a day. It would have been the headlines for a day and it would have blew over. But now she's back on the blogs for mooning everybody. So now they're dragging her now. Like you're doing too much. You're nasty. This is so you just gave the haters more fuel. You know what I'm saying? And Lizzo's very talented. And seeing her in real life, she's a very pretty woman. And she has a very beautiful face, very bubbly. You know, she was speaking to people. She wasn't acting all diva-ish and stuck up. So, yeah, I, I don't think she needs to prove anything to anyone. I think that when she's constantly addressing these people, she goes about it the wrong way. She's either crying or flashing or, or shaking her ass. And at some point in time, you just got to be like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if I flash every time somebody has something to say. You just, after a while, just, who cares? You know? That's how I feel about it. I think she's talented and she's beautiful. She needs to stop addressing the haters. Fuck it. Let them talk. That's, what, that's why they're here. You know what I'm saying? Because if they wasn't talking, you wouldn't have a career.
You know what I'm saying? You need haters to help motivate you, put your name out there and stuff like that. Of course, you got the fans, you got the folks who support you. But honey, the haters give you more free press than the fans. Somebody sent me some blog thing. People saying, oh, since I was at Cardi B's party, this is, this is uh, I guess, proof that I'm on her payroll. And I said, okay, well, let these bitches talk. It sounds like it's a bunch of people who were mad that they weren't there. Because everybody had a good old funky time. And by the way, I'm still waiting for my check. Okay. And what's so funny is as long as I've been doing this, what other celebs have really invited bloggers to their events? They've had opportunities too. You invite me, I'll show up if I have time and if I have, you know, somebody to make sure my kids are good, I'll come. But if you're not inviting, you can't get mad at who shows up and who goes to support. So people are always going to talk noise, honey. Let them talk. Uh, Let me see. Let me read some of these super chats. Damn, it feels good to be back. Let's see here. Um, Vicky Gotti sent $49.99. Thank you so much, Vicky. She says, hey, T, I went vegan since the last time I super chatted. I'm happy to see you had a great time. You was living it up with Barty in L.A. Keep it up. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I had a wonderful time. And, you know, it was good to get away. I didn't expect to be gone that long. But, it, you know, it was nice to get a break, you know, because I've been under so much stress with the move and just getting things together. And then as soon as I landed back in Minnesota, it was like back to mommy mode, had to take my Otis to the emergency room. He's okay, thank goodness. Um, And then my youngest son's birthday party is tomorrow. So that's why I've kind of been MIA. I've been getting catering and balloons and getting everything set up for his birthday. So he's a Libra as well. So I can't party at Cardi's party and then not have something going on for my child. So that's what I've really been busy with. So it definitely feels good to be home. But thank you so much for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Strawberries sent $2. Thank you, Strawberries. Uh, Kayla Smith says, hey, T, happy Friday. Love you. Happy Friday. Love you, too. And thank you so much for coming through. DJ Bullis says, it's probably because we usually see you sitting down. Oh, yeah. People are not used to me standing up. They're not really used to me, you know, I don't know, whatever, dressing up as much or wearing club clothes. I don't because I just haven't really been out like that, Um, you know, but it's, you know, that's why I be laughing when they talk shit. That's why I say, like, if you know it's not true, why why even care? People have been calling me morbidly obese for like the past five years because from the top up, I look very, you know, you would think I'm bigger than what I am, but I'm really literally all boobs, you know? So that's why I don't take it seriously. It's just, I let people talk, you know, I know who I am. So thank you so much. It felt good to get away from behind the desk where people could actually see me face to face. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. Johnny Fisher says, love you T. I have been stuck in the house for two weeks uh, with C-19. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Says, you have no idea how bored I've been staring at these walls waiting for you to post, LOL. Well, I hope you start feeling better. Thank you so much for coming through. And I'm, you know, I just hope you get better. Uh, C19 is still out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know what's interesting? Speaking of that, me and my cousin, because my cousin's a doctor. So she's on the front line in Cali, the one who's getting married. And we had a really, really heart, like serious heart to heart about the whole vaccine thing. You know, she gave me a lot of information. Um, and I'm going to talk about it in the Zoom meeting. I miss my discorders. I'm going to talk about it in the Zoom meeting. But she gave me a lot of info, you know, and she helped to like kind of make me feel more comfortable 
with thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? She gave me more information. So I thought that was cool. So like I said, on this channel, you know, I don't judge. If you're vaccinated, great. If you're not, that is your business. That is your body, your business. You know what I'm saying? But definitely do whatever research you need to do to make yourself feel comfortable. And I hope you get over your illness as soon as possible. Um, and I heard about Kyrie Irving too, speaking about that. That made me really sad because it's like, he's like so being punished, but I just love the stance that he is taking and the fact that he's willing to lose close to $16 million for what he believes in. And like he's saying, this is bigger than just, you know, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. You have people who are really being affected by this whole politicizing of the vaccine. And I think the politicizing is what's got a lot of people just turned off from everything and they're having like literally C-19 fatigue. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just, I, I really respect his stance. I don't think anybody should be belittling him. <clears throat> Stephen A. Smith and anybody else, you know, that is his stance. Um, but of course, the NBA, they're going to make their decision just like for regular people in the corporate world. Hell, even in the fast food world, a lot of companies are making their decisions. So thank you for the super chat, love. Alyssa here, Juicy, since 699, she says, too short is ridiculous. Why do we even, why do we even give birth to black men? They treat us terribly. We should abort them. You sound stupid as fuck. Thank you for the super chat though, but you sound silly. How you gonna send that to one? I'm a black woman and I have two sons. So what you done about the co-sign? They're like, yeah, we should just, as soon as we find out during the ultrasound that it's a black boy, we should just abort it. So my, my kids shouldn't be here. Your daddy shouldn't be here if you have brothers like y'all. Y'all be saying stupid shit. I understand being upset at black men or some black men for the way they disrespect black women. I would never condone that. And I've been one to talk about it, but we're not going to go to the extreme and say that we should abort all black boys. Like that's stupid. Do you understand that you need black men to create black women? If you abort all the black boys then where are the black women going to come from? Or do you just want mixed and racially ambiguous women only? You tell me. But like I said, thank you for the super chat, Pooh. <laughs> I ain't gonna turn down the six dollars, but I'm gonna have to keep it real. Like I, you can't like a lot of y'all who be talking that I notice y'all don't have kids and y'all don't have good relationships with your fathers or y'all don't have brothers because I, I would never take that stance. Me and my brothers are like this. I had a dad in my life and I have two sons. So no, I'm not team kill all black boys. Sorry, I'm team black boy joy. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, London T. Pullum says, T, your body was banging in that dress. Thank you so much, London. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Static Shot Nini says, hey, Auntie, did you see that? Did you see Eve announce that she is pregnant? Eve. You talking about who's that girl? La, 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 la. Eve's that okay, Eve, congratulations. I'm assuming she's pregnant by her husband. Okay. I'm I'm happy for her. I'm about time. She's been married to him about like 10 years. Oh my gosh. Now I didn't even know about that. Congratulations to Eve. I'm happy for her. Uh let's see here. Keisha Sharp says, Hey celebrity, love you in the channel. Faithful Jamaican subby. Pasa Pase did turn up. Thank you so much. Hey. Okay. All right. I'm live streaming. I'll talk to you in a bit. 
Uh, let's see here. DJ Bullet says, Team Lovely T, Android for life with the Jamaican flags. Thank you so much, DJ Bullet. Um, Bombshell Nikki says, I'm really sick of seeing Lizzo's flapjacks and butt cheeks. Ciao. Thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, let's see here. Tim Four Weekends and 499 says, FYI, in the uploads Discord room, I put up a screen recording on turning on and off the call feature on multiple devices. Thank you, Tim Four Weekend. I appreciate you. <laughs> Good looking out because I, I don't know anything with this phone, the ins and outs. I'm still learning. So thank you so much. Uh, let's see here. K Drew says, hey, T, looking beautiful as always. Hit the like button, y'all. Yes. Thank you, sis. Yes, y'all. Hit that like button. Hook me up. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Um, Bombshell Nikki says she's really not as confident as some people make her out to be. Her actions scream insecurities. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people say that, you know, because, again, if you are okay in the skin that you're in, you don't have to keep proving stuff to people. There's a lot of big, beautiful, plus-size women out here who carry themselves right and who don't give a damn what you got to say about them, period, point blank. Like, we're not in third grade. Like, that's what kids do. Kid, you know, that's what trolls do. That's what, you know, kids in school, ha-ha, you're fat, ha-ha, you're skinny. You know, we all were teased at one point in time, but you have to at some point in time let that go. Otherwise, are you really as confident as you're trying to make yourself out to be? Because we all have insecurities, myself included. You know, I've been very honest about that. You know, so I, I agree with you when you say that she goes to the extreme that after a while, it seems like maybe she is insecure and she's trying to mask it and act like she's not. So thank you for the super chat. Uh, let's see here. Talia sent 499. She says, love you, T. You're looking good as fuck. As far as Lizzo, child, she needs to have several seats for each cheek. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Nene Smith says, love you, T. I look great even after a major move. I'm about to move to Cali to the Zona. Very, uh, very stressful, but I love you. See you again soon. Thank you so much for the super chat and good luck to you on your move. And yeah, Cali's different. You got to wear a mask everywhere. Um, in a lot of the stores, they're asking, like not the shopping stores, like certain venues, they're asking for like the vaccine passport and all that mess. So yeah, brace yourself for Cali. It was different because here it's more open in the Twin Cities. It's, it's just more open. So even in Atlanta, you have to wear a lot of masks, like when you go to Target and different stores too. So that was kind of different to go back to that down there. Um, BL Sherelle, what's up, sis? She said, $20 says, you was pressure at the party, sis. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Man, I got a lot of love. And that's the part that just really amazed me from like so many people. So thank you so much for the love as well. I appreciate you. Um, Brienne says, love you, auntie. I was cracking up watching your older videos of Fetty Wap and Alexis Sky um, and his 1738 kids the other day. I love listening to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat. That ding was another text. I don't know how. Yeah, I got to turn this stuff out. I, I had no idea to be connected to my MacBook. Um, so let me go ahead. I want to talk some more about this whole situation with um, Too Short. Let's, let's get on that. 
Now, this happened when I was in Atlanta, but I didn't get a chance to talk about it. So I'm talking about it now. So this was maybe like a week or so ago. Sweetie was trending on Twitter and people were talking about canceling Sweetie. They wanted Sweetie out of here. They were saying that Sweetie was a colorist. And so I'm like, well, damn, what did Sweetie do now? And so when I went to go see the video, I didn't understand why people were so mad at Sweetie, but they didn't have the same smoke for Too Short because Too Short was the one who said that. And he basically said that he's from the Bay. And in the Bay Area, there's more, you know, biracial mixed chicks out there. And he's never dated a full black woman. He's only dated, you know, mixed chicks. He prefers mixed women. And I think people were kind of turned off with Sweetie's mannerisms because I think people were feeling like she was getting gassed up by what he was saying. Um, but let me go ahead and show you guys. Let me play the clip for you guys here. I just thought it was just really interesting. I don't even understand like why he brought this up or why this was part of the dialogue. I love interracial relationships. <laughs> Do you like interracial relationships? I am from the bank. Does that answer that? Yeah, so to let people know what they can find in the Bay Area. So I know there's a lot of Filipinos out there, and I'm happy. Okay, so when I leave out the Bay, when I leave from the Bay, as, as a youngster moving around, you would actually see a girl who's kind of fair skin, light skin, and she's got a little hair and whatever, curly, straight hair, whatever. And you're like, hey, what you mix with? And they would get offended. They'd be like, I'm relaxed. I'm about to just. And I'm like, no, you definitely mixed with something. And they would get mad. But in the Bay, you could meet a girl before you can say her name. You're like, hey, what you mixed with? And she'd probably tell you that her mama's this, her daddy's that. And mixed heritage women have always been my favorite. Like, I don't think I've ever fallen in love with a woman that wasn't mixed. Really? And it's the Bay did that to me. Really? Because it's something you get. I, I, and I, I feel like that way about life, too. Like, like biracial babies are you can take you can take the two ugliest motherfuckers from separate, from different races and they fuck and make a baby and that baby just be beautiful it happens all the time it it's true bruh you're like I know y'all didn't make that little pretty baby and you can see the features in it though you're like y'all did I see it um, one thing that I really experienced about traveling outside the Bay Area What's crazy is like there ain't a lot of Filipinos in the rest of America because when I said I'm mixed with Filipino, they be like, "Yeah, you hella got it," but I'm like, "Nah, like in the Bay, that's that's hella normal." So I think it's it's, it's crazy how different areas got their like dominant type of you know heritages because when you go to the Bay, it's hella Asians and it's hella black folks. Yes, yeah, I seen a picture of your mom. All right, let me come back on the screen. Somebody tell me put the phone on do not disturb. I'm trying to look through the settings. I don't even know where to find that. Um, if I put on airplane, airplane mode, would that help? Let me try that. Yeah, I, I don't. I really don't know how to use an iPhone. I'm sorry. I'm 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 old. Sorry. Um, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to like find. I'm like reading y'all's comments. I'm trying to find like the do not disturb. I don't even know where to find it. But okay. Anyways, child, if people call, I'ma just hit decline. So sorry if y'all hear this ringing. Um. Okay, so airplane mobile help. Okay. Okay. Cool. Thank y'all. 
So look, right. That's why I was team Android. Y'all see this mess? We didn't have this issue with my Android phone, but y'all want to clown me and talk mess. <laughs> okay, so too short basically is saying that he's from the Bay Area. He's only like, you know, mixed people. You can have an ugly black man and an ugly white woman, and they'll create the most beautifulest mixed child. Um, no, 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 and no. Okay. All mixed people are not drop dead gorgeous. Okay. All mixed babies are not cute. A lot of them are cute, but I've seen some that you'd be like, oh, okay. Mm, all right. <laughs> and I'll talk about babies and kids, but I just, I didn't like the whole fetishizing of children. And, you know, I think what might have bothered some people was the fact that Sweetie caught herself exotical. But I don't think she was necessarily calling herself exotical. She was saying that that's what people were saying to her. Like, oh, you're exotic. What are you mixed with? And honestly, I didn't know Sweetie was even mixed at first until I saw her post a picture of her mother. She just looked like a light-skinned Black girl to me. She doesn't give me, like, Blasian vibes. I, I didn't even know she was mixed. To me, like, you know how April, April Jones, she looks Blasian. She looks mixed. Like, when I see her, she looks very... Taiwanese with some black in her. But with Sweetie, I just thought she was like a light-skinned black girl. I didn't, I didn't even know she was mixed. So, okay, I guess. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I just don't like the fact that a lot of people are trying to cancel her. Like, I didn't understand that because he was the one speaking. He was the one who brought it up. And I think that he was kind of saying that to gas her up and to hopefully get a shot at her. You know, because we know she's single. She's no longer with Quavo. So I think that's why he led into that discussion. So I'm not going to blame her for what a grown man was saying. But I thought it was just like, it was just, yeah, she looked uncomfortable too. She did. Like, she did look uncomfortable during the conversation at one point. Especially when he started talking about the babies. And you have a lot of people. Look, somebody else says, Queen, Qu Queen Kwana says she was loving every bit of it. <laughs> It looked like she was loving it low-key. Other folks were saying she looked uncomfortable. I think me in certain parts, she did look kind of uncomfortable. But was she looking uncomfortable because of what he was saying? Or was she looking uncomfortable because she knew if this got out, there'd be some type of backlash? Because you know now, let's keep it real. Colorism is a very hot button topic on social media. And I do feel like some people do somewhat weaponize it. They see colorism in everything. Like how they try to do the whole Ari uh, Lennox and the whole uh, Chloe situation, Chloe Bailey. And they were saying it was all colorism. And then Chloe, uh, Ari had to come out and say, no, it's not. It had nothing to do with that. So, yeah, you do have some, you know, they look for colorism in every single aspect. Just like you got some folks who look for, you know, any type of ism in every single aspect. Um, but I think she knew it was a touchy subject. So she was definitely trying to you know, be careful what she said because if she would have said the wrong thing, they'd have came at her. But she's had discussions about this before where people have said things to her um, and she's taken up for darker skinned women. But I even felt like that was, it was like a question somebody asked. Let me see if I can find it. It's like somebody asked her a question, like, do you like dark skinned women? And she was like, what kind of question is that? That's a stupid question. Of course, there's dark-skinned women in my family. Why would I not? Dark-skinned women are beautiful. It was something to that effect. 
if you guys saw that tweet, because she had posted it like in reply to people accusing her of colorism. So it was something to that effect. But what kind of bothered me was the question. I thought it was just really weird. Like, whose self-esteem is that low that you're going to somebody's Instagram or wherever the question was posted and asking them, do they like dark-skinned people? What did y'all expect her to say? No. So what, y'all can not buy her music and support? Like, that was such a stupid question. It's almost like people are always looking for validation from weird places. You think I care if she likes dark-skinned women? I don't give a shit. Not going to stop me from living my best black-ass life. I don't know. Like, y'all just ask these celebrities weird questions as if you're, like, what, like, literally, what was she supposed to say? If she said anything but yes, y'all be dragging her. So, of course, she used that as, like, look, somebody even asked me that I like dark-skinned people a few months ago, and I said yes, so I'm not colorist. Y'all be asking some weird questions to these people. But, anyhow, as of yesterday, Too Short is now on a hobo tour. He's apologizing, and he's trying to explain himself, I guess. <laughs> Let me go ahead and play y'all his explanation, child. Like I said, I didn't even understand like the point of this for them even coming out with this whole story, but I guess too short. What is a damn video? Hold up. I got so many screens up. Let me, where is it at? Where is it at? Okay, here it is. Okay, so here's his response to all the colorism drama. I would like to apologize to anybody that's offended by my words. I am from the Bay Area, I come up in the Bay and, you know, it's the whole racial thing to me has never been a factor in my circles. It hasn't been like um, because you're one race and somebody else is another. We don't like you just because you're that race. We don't like you because you look like that or because you speak like that. And in the Bay, there are a lot of mixed cultures and, you know, mixed uh, people like it, it got it was like that long before I got there. I'm not really into the whole hatred of I hate you because you're light or you're you're the best because you're dark. I'm just not really into that. And I love my blackness. I love my family on my mother's side and my father's side. We have every complexion, every light, curly, dark, everything. Can't have blood in your body that makes you better than someone else. You can't be born of better parents or better breeding. There's no such thing. That beauty is um, it's it's in every real beauty is in every um, economic class, every race, and you can go find that ugly exactly everywhere too. Shut up, like. Get his ass out of here. First of all, you're contradicting yourself, sir. First, he said that if, okay, so if there's beauty in every color, in every race, in every social economic bracket, which to me is just stupid, okay? He done brought poverty into the mix. So he's saying that there's beauty in everything. Then why did you even start the conversation? Why did you tell Sweetie that you've never dated a full black woman and that you only prefer light skin and make well mixed girls not even light skin mixed if you see beauty in in everything oh everywhere i look there's beautifulness there's prettiness and beauty everywhere i turn there's beauty shut the fuck up you're, you're lying that's not really how you feel 
Thank y'all for putting in the tiny violins. Because that's all it was. Same old song and dance. As soon as these dudes are held to the fire and they're caught out for their colorism, all of a sudden, oh, I love everybody. Even poor people. Like, <laughs> what? His whole response was contradictory to what he was saying to Sweetie. Because if you really saw beauty in everything, then you would have not, your mind would not even have went there to say, oh, I've never dated a full black woman. Well, why haven't you? Because obviously you don't see beauty in that. You see beauty in something else. And you can have your preference. I'm not one. I don't knock nobody for having their preference, okay? You can date whatever you want to date, whoever you want to date. Male, female, light, dark, black, white. That is your personal business, right? But my thing is, whatever your preference is, you don't have to knock your own. That's always been my issue with a lot of these guys, especially in hip hop, okay? Just because you want to date, you know, Ming Su does not mean that you have to go in on black women. Just because you want to date, you know what I'm saying, uh, child, I don't know, a Latino, just whoever outside your race does not mean that you have to start shitting on your own. And that's the stuff that I just don't respect. And it seems like it's constantly happening in the hip hop community where in order to, you know what I'm saying, to gas somebody up, they feel like they have to speak down on their own race. How many white dudes, Asian dudes, and Latino guys do you see who date, they're outside of their race, maybe they date black women, maybe they date Asian women or whatever, but they're never going to turn around and then disrespect their own race. Who remembers when I played that video a few weeks ago of the, remember the spicy Latin girl that was cussing out that dark-skinned boy? She went in on him. Okay, even in that conversation, she says that what she is attracted to is light-skinned dudes, Latino men, uh, dudes with good curly hair. And she said she don't like no dark-skinned dudes. That's what she was talking to the dark-skinned boy. She never one time dissed her own people just to uplift light-skinned black men. But what did the dark-skinned dude do? I don't date no black women. I date Latino women. I date, you know, anybody but black was his mentality. And it's like, why do you have to bring down your own just because you date outside your race? And I think that's the issue. I just, I'm, I'm not feeling that, you know, and why I don't understand, you know, why Sweetie got so much backlash. He should have got way more backlash than Sweetie because he's the one who perpetuated and set the bullshit. She just kind of sat there. You know, but I don't think she really did anything wrong. But I, I, I don't know. I just think the whole thing is just it's just getting it's getting annoying. And I understand people's frustrations, especially black women's frustrations on social media. But I'm still not going to ever co-sign aborting all black boys. That is stupid. But I do understand the frustration because, again, it's constantly happening in the hip hop community where it's always OK to disrespect black women and uplift women of other skin tones, other races, and things like that. So, yeah, he he's full of crap. I'm not buying that. All of a sudden, we love in this bitch. I love everybody. I don't see color. Shut your ass up. Yes, you do. Uh, let me go ahead and read these super chats here. Um, Deja says, hey, T, love you. I've been watching since I was 15. I'm 20 now. I bought my first house. My toddler, my dog, and I are living it up. I know that's right. First house at 20 years old. Congratulations. That is awesome. Thank you for the super chat. Let's see here. Um, 
Jess, Ariel says, please do a meet and greet next time you're in ATL. I love you. And I hope you're doing great mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Hashtag Libra gang. Thank you so much. You know what I realized? There's a lot of Libras around me. I did not really realize until like now. Like there's a lot of people around me. I'm talking about from cousins to friends, my son, uh, you. <laughs> there's a lot of Libras. And so what I'm hearing is that Libras and Leos get along pretty well. So I'm, I'm here for that. I'm here for Libra. Maybe because both our signs start with an L, Leo, Libra. But yeah, this, Libras are pretty cool people. I'm, I'm liking y'all. It's the Pisces I don't fool with. Sorry. <laughs> but um, I do want to do a meet and greet in ATL. We were trying to do one that past Friday, but it was just so hectic. I just had so much stuff to do business-wise that I was unable to. But when I do come back to Atlanta, I do want to do a meet and greet. Um, we're also thinking about doing meet and greets for the discorders in different cities as well. So I have to figure out how to do all of that, but I definitely do want to do meet and greets. I definitely do. Cause I've done a few and they've always turned out nice. I used to do one like every year before C19 in New York. And those were always fun. We always had like a really good time. Like I miss my New York tea sippers. We always had a ball, honey. So thank you for that. Let's see here. Uh, Maria Cunningham says, hey, T, what do you think about Meek Mill's artwork? Stay safe. We're going to talk about that next. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Let's see here. B.L. Sherelle sent another five, says, Eve talked about not being able to carry a child. She's had over nine miscarriages. So I'm super happy for her. Oh, I never knew that. I kept wondering why she didn't have no kids. Okay. Well, now I'm even more happy. So thank you for that update. Um, yeah, because I, I was wondering why she hadn't had any. But yeah, she's had that many miscarriages. I'm happy for her too. So good luck to her and her pregnancy. And I hope everything works out for her. She's going to be an awesome mom. So I'm excited. Let's see here. Um, Purple Rain Sent 10 says, hey, T, you looked amazing. A whole snack girl. Just want you to know that dress was fly. Thank you so much. I ended up getting the dress in Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's a strip club capital, honey. So I was like, and it was so funny because I ran into, I was at the mall and I ran into this white girl. She kind of reminded me like, you know, them Woe them Vicky types, you know, little hip white girls. So I was like, hey, I don't feel like walking around this mall. I said, please let me know. I can get like some stripperish club wear from what, what stores do I need to go to? I need to find something super, super sexy. And she, you know, she showed me the two stores. So I got, I got a few dresses, you know, I got more stuff in my arsenal. Let me just go ahead and rack up while I'm here. So I got a few of them, but that's the one I wore. I love the colors. So thank you so much. Um, Yeah, I kind of, I stopped off at a few of my favorite malls in LA. Trash, nothing there, nothing. LA, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's the supply chain. They didn't have anything at the mall. Nothing interesting, nothing cute. But Atlanta, y'all had a lot of cute shit. So I'm, I'm here. I'm here for Atlanta. Let's see here. Uh, Brianna says, hey, T, my big brother is also a Libra. We just celebrated his 30th birthday this past weekend. Wishing you and your baby boy and all the rest of Libras a wonderful season. Uh, thank you so much. And happy birthday to your brother as well. Tell you something about these Libras. Like I'm like, I've literally realized there's like 15 people in my life that are Libras. Because it was like every other day, it's a birth. I said, damn, you, your birthday is in October too. You're a Libra too. It was like just so many pop-ups. So I'm here for it. I'm, I'm liking it. And they're all really cool people. So that makes me feel good. Like, okay, so obviously Libras and Leos really click. I'm just saying. Uh, let's see. Michelle Sanfai, she says, hey, lovely T. 
Hey, Michelle, thank you so much for the super chat. Thanks for coming through, sis. Uh, Quirky Circle says, welcome back, T. Just wanted to say thanks again for the Discord. Have you heard about Kyrie versus Stephen A. Smith? Yeah, I talked about it a little bit earlier in the stream. And I'm glad that Kyrie is taking it for himself. I don't like that Stephen A. Smith is doing that to him. You know, I just, I wasn't feeling the commentary. You know, let Kyrie do what Kyrie feels like he needs to do for himself, period, point blank. Because we all have to be responsible for what our legacy is and the legacy that we be, that we leave behind. And I'm not mad at him. You know, he's always done a lot of stuff for the community. I supported Kyrie. Shaq can't tell me damn pair of Kyrie Irving shoes I've had to buy my kids for basketball. So we support Kyrie Irving in this house. So Stephen A. Smith needs to back up. Um, Let's see here. Dow for Brandon says, too short, got a little sugar in his tank. I think he prefers light-skinned men, to be honest. Ooh, now that came from Brandon. Brandon, is there some tea that you want to spill to us in the stream, honey? Do you know something about too short that we don't know? <laughs> oh, Brandon said it, not me. I'm just reading the super chat, honey. I'm just the messenger. Thank you for the super chat, though. I appreciate you, Brandon. Uh, let's see here. Kenny Queen says, love you, T, catching up on the live. But did you see Nikki leaving nasty comments on TikTokers' videos who spoke out about her defending and black fishing drama with Jesse. P.S. You look beautiful at the party. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. No, I've not checked for anything that Nikki has done. I heard she was talking about some lady named Jesse black fishing. I didn't watch the video, so I don't know um, how the girl was black fishing. So don't know. I'll move on from that. But thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Let's see here. Marcus, the CEO says, hey, T, it's good to see you. I'm going to give you some of my grip money. Love you, Auntie. Love you, too. And thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for that. Let's see here. Nyan Bella sent $20. Says, hey, T. Hey, Nyan. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Carl Safari says, hey, T. Sending love from Canada. Thank you, Carl. Mad Hatter 35 says, I'm not coming in. I already know what you're talking about. Black men cannot say what they like without saying what they don't like. Yeah, and I agree with that. I think, you know, that's the problem that a lot of people have. It's not about having a preference. I think it'd be disingenuous as a woman to say that black men or any men are not allowed to have preferences. When us as women, let's keep it real, we all have preferences, okay? I prefer tall dudes. Does that make me, I don't know, hydrophobic? or heightest, you know what I'm saying? Because I prefer a guy to be taller than me. That's just what I prefer. And you got damn short girls who prefer tall dudes. I'm like, if you don't, your ass is five foot. How about you go for the guy who's five seven and leave the guy who's six five to us, okay? So, I mean, everybody's going to have their preference at the end of the day. And I think that's only fair. Hey, guys. I think that's only fair. I don't think that it's okay to say that somebody's not allowed to have their preference. But again, if I prefer somebody who's tall, am I going to disrespect short man or be like, oh, short man, get away from me. Ew. You don't even come, you don't even come past my tits. Like I would never do that. You know, I'm still going to be respectful, but people have the right to have their preference, but you don't have the right to disrespect somebody else who doesn't meet your preference. You get what I'm saying? So just because you prefer somebody who's mixed or light skin does not mean that you can turn around and be like, oh, I don't fuck with dark skin girls. Cause eh, eh, eh. That's not cool. That's my issue. Have your preference. 
but still be respectful to people because once again, nobody can help how they're born. Okay. Like I always tell y'all a light skinned person can't help the way that they were born. No more than a dark skinned person can help the way that they were born. A tall guy who just happened to win the damn genetic lottery cannot help the fact that they're six foot seven, six foot eight. Just like a short man cannot help the fact that he's only five foot three. Bless his heart. <laughs> okay. He can't help that shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I, I, I think we have to be honest and, and allow people to have their, their preferences. You can have your preference, but just don't disrespect me while trying to get your preference. Don't, don't come pushing me out the way like, move, Blackie. Okay. Because you're trying to get to the mixed girl across the room. Don't do that shit because I'm going to have to cuss you out. Okay. That's all we're saying. Be respectful. But, it, you know, but to, to say that people are, are not allowed to have preferences, I think I see women saying that. I think that's silly because most women have preferences. A lot of y'all prefer big peens. Okay. So let's start there. Okay. Does that make you pedophobic? <laughs> I'm pedophobic against small peens. <laughs> small peens matter. Not over here, bitch. Hmm. <laughs> I'm a mess. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, we all have our preferences, okay? Some guys like big tits. Some guys like big asses, okay? Everybody has a right to their preference, but just don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't be mean to the girl who's part of the itty-bitty titty committee, okay? Just because she's not walking around with big old breast implants does not mean that she doesn't have a heart of gold. So just treat everybody with respect. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I am kind of xenophobic, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> Tennessee. Thank you so much, Shanika. Appreciate you, sis. Um, Ariel Waters says, hey, auntie, this is my third time trying to send you a super chat. You should come to Detroit and do a meet and greet. Thank you so much. You know what? I would never go to Detroit initially, but my cousin, the one who's a doctor, she ended up doing like her whole like internship or something in Detroit. And she really liked it. Now, she lived in the good part of Detroit, but she said Detroit is really nice. They're coming back. There's a lot of really cool spots, you know, but the only news we ever see is like the burnt down houses, the empty homes, the squatters. So I thought like Detroit was like a horrible place. And I, I was like, oh, hell no, I'd never go to Detroit. But she really likes Detroit. So I would be willing to come to Detroit. But if you'd have asked me this a few years ago, I'd be like, hell no. But she really does. She really loved Detroit. So I am definitely willing to come out there now. <laughs> I, I needed a cosign. Because I'm like, because from what I was seeing in the, in the mainstream news, I'm like, what the hell's in Detroit? But they've done a really good job of just revitalizing everything and cleaning a lot of stuff up. So shout out to Detroit, honey. Let's see here. The uh, Biz 95 sent $15 says, I made a year for my membership. Tonight I'm going out to Kane Brown's concert. Whoop, sending love. Hit the like button, y'all. I just joined the live. Did you talk about the Nikki and Jesse Blackfish situation? Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, somebody asked me about it. I don't know anything about it. I'm like, I'm in the dark. So I had to do more research on it. But thank you so much. And congratulations to you for being a member of this channel for a year. I appreciate you and all my other members as well. So thank you. Um, Ariel Waters says, oh, I'm sorry, I read that one. Um, excuse me. Johnita says, hey, T, there's a second video of Sweetie checking him. Yeah, I seen that video. I did say I didn't have it pulled up, but I did see that where she went on longer. 
because it looks like the first video they only showed like a snippet and they're trying to frame it as to the a way like sweetie was co-signing what too short was saying but i saw the second video where she was like oh all black women are beautiful women are beautiful i, I did see that so that's why i said i didn't understand why people had so much smoke for sweetie but then they didn't have the same amount of smoke for too short so just a minute some of y'all just don't like sweetie because I, I didn't think she did anything wrong in that video so thank you so much for that uh Marvin D says, hey, sis, looking gorgeous as always. I'll catch the playback when I get home from work. That's what's up. Thank you for stopping through. Um, and, uh, Andy Lopez says, was accused of Facebook spreading inf misinformation about the vaccine. I don't go with the narrative. They're definitely trying to silence you. Okay. Thank you so much, Andy. Yeah, they, they stay trying to silence your girl, honey. Okay, I've been on here for an hour already. God, time be flying. Okay, give me just, a, we got to finish the rest of this before I go. I still want to talk about some more stuff. So we talked about, okay. Ah, Meek Mill, we got to get on that. So Meek Mill dropped a new cover art for his album and it's causing a lot of controversy. And there's a white man who went off about it. So let me show you all the cover art first. It's for his new album that's getting ready to come out. So let me show y'all this so that's the cover art here and as you see it's naked black women they're dark skin bent over you can see her little twat booty boobies nipples stripper pole money dice so it's kind of been causing controversy because it's one thing for the album to just hit stores like the album cover, but it's being promoted on like city buses and things like that. So this white dude, he went off. He was not here for it at all. Let me see if I can find the video. Here it is. This white man went off. Look at this bus that goes by in my neighborhood. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? What is this? This is on the side of a bus. This is on the side of a bus rolling through your street. Rolling on the side of your street. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Look at this bull fucking shit. Look at this shit on the side of a bus. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Is this how you want to be respected? Is this how you want to be respected in life? This is how you want to look? This is how you want to be portrayed? Stand up to this bullshit. I'm from Philly. I actually should support you, Phil. This is fucking disgusting bullshit. Look at this lady. Look at this. This is on the side of a bus where little girls can pull up and see this shit. That's her fucking Let's not mistake them what this pink dot is. This is disgusting. This is satanic bullshit. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of... Look at this shit that you're getting on. This is for everyone to see. Little girls are seeing this crap. It's fucking crap. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. I'm so sick of them just rubbing Satanism right in your face. Oh, it's for, it's for art? This is art? Is this art? Black and white checkerboard. What is that? It's a Masonic flooring. Duh. Look at this garbage. Money, 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 money. Garbage. Go. 
All right, child. He ran for about three minutes. Let me go ahead and come back on the screen. So he was saying some real stuff, you know, and the fact that he's saying, Black women, is this how you want to be portrayed? And, and all that. And maybe he was looking for a viral moment, but he does have a lot of good points. Um, like, like I've said, you know, with, with just the whole industry in general, is that, of course, you have a lot of debauchery. You have a whole lot of anything goes. You know, with everybody from in the entertainment business, from music to movies to television shows, things like that, they're always trying to push the envelope. I remember I said a while back that I grew up in an era where R&B singers were not in competition with female rappers as far as the way they carried themselves. And like I was saying, even like a month or so ago, I cannot tell the difference between like a Haley, excuse me, um, Chloe Bailey and like even Cardi B or Meg Thee Stallion in the way they dress, in the way they perform, you know? So everything is very, very sexualized. That is the world that we live in. That is the day and age that we live in. Um, Am I a big fan of the album art? No, I'm not a big fan of it. And one thing I, I will say too, that's always bothersome is when it comes to like overt sexualization, it's usually always darker skinned women that they end up using in those type of adverts. Like when it comes to like being seen as a love interest or being seen as some level of like, you know, respectability, they always go lighter. But when it needs to be something super raunchy, super gutter, like he was saying, even in the picture, let me pull it back up for y'all. I mean, you can, the pink dots, you know, the pink dots are showing like what is supposed to be her private area. And it's just sad that they do tend to do that too. We're not just necessarily black women, but especially dark skinned black women. Like all of these, all of the artwork are darker skin, you know? So it is saying a lot. And I know he's been like trying to defend it. And you have people like Sukiana coming out and defending him. She had said something the other day. Let me see if I can find it here. I think it was, it was yesterday she was saying something. Let me see if I can find what she was saying about it. But then again, you know, of course she's going to take up for it because, you know, that's how she gets down. We don't see every inch of her privates. So I'm not surprised about her taking up for the um, for the artwork. But basically what she was saying, because I'm not really seeing it here. From what she's basically saying is that this is artwork. So it should not be a big deal because you had, um, you know, like Michelangelo's David, where it shows like, you know, his private parts. You have like a lot of Italian work that people praise to this day. And those pieces are naked like the statue Venus and things like that is basically the gist of what she was trying to say. But I will say this. Yes, you did have those arts, you know, those pieces of art that are like in museums and that people still held to this day. But a lot of those artworks were done more tasteful. So I think that's the difference with that. If we're going to start comparing like, you know, the Venus statue and, you know, Michelangelo, Venus wasn't bent over, you know what I'm saying, with her, coochie hanging from the back, right? So I think that's the difference. I just, I don't, I just don't find the artwork attractive. I just, I don't find it cute. So 
Um, somebody said, when was David on the bus? Yeah, like you don't see, like this is like in a museum. But that's what she was basically trying to compare it to. And a lot of people are like, it's not the same type of context. Like we get what you're trying to say, but it's not the same. But I just, I didn't agree with it. I didn't agree with necessarily what she was saying. But again, I wasn't surprised that she was also trying to take up for it because she was doing porn for a while on OnlyFans. You know, she was making videos on Instagram or they would end up on Instagram of her just being butt naked, showing everything. And her whole mentality is, well, I'm trying to get a bag. Well, if that's what you got to do to get a bag, then, you know, so be it. But so this is causing a lot of controversy. But again, people do things like this because our publicity in the eyes of most celebrities is good publicity. So Meek Mill can use all of this drama, this whole viral situation to help push his album even further. But yeah, the dude, you know, he made a lot of good points. You know, I can't fault him there. He didn't say a lot of lies in his rant. So let me go ahead here. Um, All About Me sent $2 says the white man is speaking facts. Uh, Mr. Willie Earl says, hey, auntie, I see you fighting with your phone while my old ass is fighting to send a super chat for the past three years. This app is getting on my damn nerves. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. I'm glad you got it finally figured out. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Kim Starr sent 699 says, hey, T, just wanted to say one gone good girl. <laughs> LOL. I know I just butchered that. Um, love you. Continue being you. Stay blessed. Your outfit was amazing. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Ngozi, what's up, sis? She sent $50. She says, hey, T, I've missed you. Let me know if you ever stop in Nashville so I can buy me a good wig. LOL. Love you, sis. Love you, too. And thank you for coming through. Appreciate you. Um, Let's see here. Michelle says, Willie D feels like that the white man was gaslighting black women. Some black men can't accept that other races of men having love and respect for us. It makes no sense. Ooh. Now that's a, I never would, I never looked at it like that. That's a very interesting perspective, but why is it that he has to gaslight black women? Maybe he has a black wife and a biracial daughter, you know? Yeah, you're right. Like sometimes it, it it's almost a foreign concept to certain men to understand that other races of men see the bullshit that black women go through and they take up. And some people will be like, like when you see like a white dude taking up for like black women on social media, sometimes I'll see the comments online of like, oh, he's just trying to get some ass. He's just trying to get a black chick. And it's like, no, maybe he's just actually taking up for black women because sometimes the way that they're treated and represented, represented on social media and in the real world is just foul. So that's a very interesting concept. I didn't, when I seen him, I was thinking, well, yeah, maybe he's looking for a viral moment, but I didn't take it as him trying to gaslight black women. Like there's nothing that he said that could gaslight me because to me, I felt like he was saying a lot of truth. So thank you for bringing that up, sis. I appreciate you. Uh, Joanne says, hey, sis, love you. Jersey in the house. Hey, just wanted to wish you the best many blessings. Thank you for always giving us the pipe and hot tea. Love you forever. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you for coming through. Um, Tony says it looks like the, it looks like a 1920s minstrel art. Ooh, let me Google. I'm curious to see what that looks like. Let me Google real quick. Let me go to Google Images. Mm. Huh. 
I'm just kind of comparing it. Oh, it kind of does. Let me show y'all this. Let me let me show y'all this real quick. Let me share my screen. It kind of does. I see what you're saying. I, I never would have thought about that. Let me show y'all this. Okay, so I just put in 1920s minstrel art, and this is what came up. And you notice like the pink in the lips, just like in the meat meal picture, and the way like this picture here, how his body's kind of contorted. Huh. That's really interesting. Now, let me pull up the meat meal picture real quick. Because y'all remember, okay, so remember the pink lips. Okay, I can see how people are making that comparison. Okay. I can't pull up both at the same time, but let me just show this to y'all again. So you see what she's saying? Like how it's kind of just abstracty, even like the way they're bent, the pink lips. That's really interesting. That's a very interesting comparison. I never would have thought of that. So thank you for bringing that up. That's interesting. Um, let's see here. TJ Santen says, we have to also hold these institutions accountable too for promoting this. There are sexual dating apps promoted on the MTA subway. Side note, police watched a fight happen and did nothing. Oh yeah, the police have basically given up on society at this point. You're, you're on your own in a lot of these cities. Um, they're just not trying to be bothered or get into a situation where they can end up going to jail for stuff. So I've been noticing that in a lot of cities where the police are just like, we're cool. Um, but yeah, I agree with you that a lot of these institutions know what they're doing as well by promoting certain imagery. So I agree with that. Um, Valkyrie Alchemy says, the community has been saying this when it was only in our hood, but they branded it as black culture. Now they know it's not just our problem. Love you, T. Love you too. And thank you so much. I appreciate you. So now I want to go ahead, um, before I go, dang, time be flying, y'all. But I want to make sure I talk about everything because I've been gone for like a full week. So let me, so we talked about Meek. Okay, Tyga. I got to hit on this Tyga situation with his white girlfriend, um, Carmen Swanson. So what they're saying basically is that Tyga is being accused of felony domestic um, battery. So what initially it came out, um, sources close to the rapper said that his girlfriend, Carmen Swanson, came over to his house at 3 a.m. after he told her not to. She was at his front door shouting at the top of her lungs. We're told that Tyga and other family members in his home felt that Cameron appeared, that Carmen, excuse me, appeared to be under the influence. Still, he let her inside to talk and the yelling continued. Now she's come out and she's saying that that's not what happened. Um, she's also shown a lot of bruises. She's been trying to just defend herself. Let me go ahead and show you guys this video here real quick of her bruises. Okay. She's saying, I'm so embarrassed and ashamed it had to get to this, but I had to stand up for myself. So she's showing like her eye. I mean, he he knocked her in the eye pretty good. I mean, you can see it's it's swollen, it's purple. Um, the whole thing is just disgusting. So let me go ahead and play you guys the video here. 
because he recently had to go to court. Tyga has been arrested on suspicion of felony domestic violence, following allegations of abuse made by his ex-girlfriend, Cameron Swanson. The Los Angeles Police Department's Public Information Office confirmed the news in a tweet on Tuesday, which read, Hollywood Division booked Michael Stevenson, which is the rapper's real name, for felony domestic violence. The incident occurred on October 12th in Hollywood. Per records from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, Tyga was arrested at 9.10 a.m. and was released from police custody shortly before 1 p.m. after posting $50,000 bail. He has a court date set for February of next year. On Monday, TMZ broke the news that a violent incident had allegedly occurred. Shortly after, Cameron addressed the news on her Instagram story. She shared a photo of a bruise on her right eye and wrote in part, claiming, I've been emotionally, mentally, and physically abused, and I'm not hiding it anymore. The social media star also refuted TMZ's initial report about how the alleged incident began, claiming, I didn't show up screaming or uninvited. When I tried to leave, he physically assaulted and refused to let me leave for hours. She wrote in a follow-up post, I'm so embarrassed and ashamed it had to get to this, but I have to stand up for myself. Tyga has yet to publicly comment on his arrest or Cameron's allegations, and Access has reached out to his team for comment. Okay, so let me go ahead and come on back on the screen here. Now, what I've noticed online, I've noticed like two different responses. You have some people who are saying that, you know, she's lying. We've never, you know, heard a tiger putting hands on anybody as if we all know him personally. Um, I feel like she's also getting backlash because she's a white girl. I honestly feel like that's where a lot of the backlash is coming from, especially from the hip hop community is because she's a white girl. So it's almost like dismiss her, dismiss her claim. Um, you know, she's lying. She's pulling a, you know, the whole Emmett Till situation. I've even, I've even heard people kind of compare it to, you know, you know, white, you know, the white woman lying on the black man type thing. And my thing is, I'd rather, I, I don't want to speak on it because, or even have any type of judgment because when it's a domestic violence situation, I don't care what the race is of that woman. I don't care if she's white. Black, Latino, Asian, that doesn't matter. No one should be putting their hands on anybody, male or female. A woman doesn't have a right to put her hands on a man and vice versa. So I think that people should wait till more information comes out, you know, as opposed to just dismissing what she's saying and saying that that couldn't possibly be true. And she's just clout chasing and things like that. Because for all you know, you know, people are saying, well, he's never been accused of putting his hands on Kylie. You don't know what happened in their household. You just, you never know what happens behind closed doors, you know? So I think it's better to let this play out in a court of law. And if she has her evidence and, you know, she can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he did that to her and she's not lying, then whatever comes to him comes to him. I don't think it's funny and I don't think it's okay. And I do like the fact that if this is what really happened, that she stood up for herself and she spoke out because so many people suffer in silence you know, or make excuses for the abuser or blame themselves. So I think we should be encouraging people if that they if they are in a situation where they're being abused by their fiance, boyfriend, ex, just whatever the situation is, that they should feel comfortable coming out as opposed to people trying to shame that person and call them a liar. So I just found it like just really, really disturbing. Somebody else says, leave them Beckys alone. But I mean, Becky aside, you know, it, it doesn't matter if he's putting his hands on somebody. It doesn't matter if she's white or black, you know, 
So that's the thing is that he's being accused of domestic violence against her. It's not like she did something to him from what we know so far. But like I said, we need to have more information come out. But we should be supporting women who come out as opposed to trying to dismiss them just simply because they're a whole nother race. And now the sudden now it is very interesting that when it when a, when a white girl comes out and says that, you know, this hip hop star is putting hands on her. Now white girls are the devil. Now we see, you know, Becky's alone. All white girls are always trying to start shit. But then when it comes to putting them, you know, on this pedestal, like a, like a too short and many rappers, you know, putting them in the music videos, then it's OK. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. OK. If you're going to say that they're okay to be in music videos and be a part of hip hop and a part of black culture, like, well, Vicky and bad baby. Then as soon as one of them says, Hey, I'm trying to hold one of your hip hop, you know, celebrities accountable. Now the sudden white girls ain't shit. Like I said, I'm going to just sit back and sit my tea. I have no dog in this fight, but I don't believe that anybody should be putting their hands on anyone. And like I said, if he did that to her and he blacked her eye like that, that's messed up. There's no excuse in that. So domestic violence is never okay, be it men hitting women or women hitting men, because it definitely goes both ways. And a lot of times people don't like to talk about it when it's women hitting men. So yeah, I just find the whole thing very, it's really disturbing. So now let me go ahead before I go, because it's almost um, it's five. I've been out here for an hour and a half. I got to hit on this last one before I go. Um, let me read these last few super chats here. Uh, Michelle, oh, I'm sorry, Michael, Michael, um, Metro, the four says hit the like button y'all please hit the like button. And thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you, Michael. Um, uh, my journey 2016. So it's my birthday. I'm 27 today. Libra gang, much love from work. Happy birthday, sis. And thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate you. I'm telling these Libras, honey, y'all are going hard this y'all season. I'm not mad. Let's see here. Jay's 29 says, big fan. T been watching for a couple of years. I watched the playback. You were very much appreciated. Thank you so much, Jay's. I appreciate you. Uh, Shay T says, I like the fact that you wait for the facts. Yes, let's get more details. Yeah, I agree. You know, I don't want to just throw him under the bus and say that he's a, you know, a spousal abusing, you know, lunatic. But I definitely want there to be more information, but I'm also not going to dismiss her just because she's a white woman, you know, because I've noticed a lot of people saying, oh, please, she probably punched herself in the mirror. That's what Becky's do. Do you know every white woman in the world? Like, let, let's not do that because, you know, a lot of women suffer domestic violence, especially in the celebrity world, and people dismiss it. But people ignore it or say that they're lying or that they should just suck it up because they're living a, a comfortable lifestyle. I don't care how comfortable the lifestyle is. It's not worth waking up to black eyes and your hair being pulled out and you being abused. So I want there to be definitely more information to come out. And like I said, if it's found that he did abuse her and he punched her in the eye, then whatever consequences come to Tyga, then that's what consequences come to him. So thank you for the super chat, love. Um, be Erica. Hey, sis. Sent 10 says, I needed this live today. I'm having surgery in two days. Oh, wow. Well, good luck to you. I hope everything works out. You know, um, just stay prayed up. Good luck to everything. I just found out I'm, you know, I finally got my surgery date as well. <laughs> and no, it's not plastic surgery. You know, I wish it was. But I had to have surgery, uh, 
December. So I finally got my date. So I'm not excited because it's a lot of stuff going on in December, mainly Christmas. But, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Right. But it's medical surgery. So good luck to you, sis. And, you know, I wish you the best. Thank you for coming through. Uh, Lady Diana says present day black men are now the living embodiment of Clay of Clayton Bigsby. Quote me. <laughs> You're a mess. Thank you so much for the super chat. Love. Appreciate you. So now before I go, I had to talk about this. Um, if y'all don't know, not only is it going to be a dark winter, it's going to be a cold winter and the heating bill y'all are probably not. And I'm not saying y'all like y'all me too. The heating bill is going to be close to 40% higher than it was last year. Okay. Remember I've been talking on this channel. I love the fact that I can go hard at the end. You know what I'm saying? Now here comes all the serious shit. Because, you know, YouTube tries to censor me. Um, I've been telling y'all all damn 2021. Start stacking up. Get your food. Get your supplies. It's a lot of things going on. The shipping so shortage is so bad that even Joe Biden had to come out and address it. And his resolve was, oh, we'll just have UPS and FedEx work 24 hours a day. Okay, president. <laughs> um, so anyhow, the 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 ships, the containers are still backed up at the Los Angeles ports. There's not enough workers, one, to unload everything. There's not enough truck drivers. And then with the mandates has also made it a lot harder. So if you guys do not know, um, there's also a shortage in natural gas. So it's so much things going on in the world that's going to be affecting us. So definitely save, you know what I'm saying? Save your money, be very smart with what you spend because it's going to be a very cold winter. Let me go ahead and share you, with you guys this new story. Next tonight, prepare to throw a few more logs on that fire this year. The federal government now confirming that our home heating bills are about to be sky high. Last week, we brought you National Fuel's winter heating forecast. The company says the average winter heating bill will be 43% higher compared to last year. Now, the U.S. government is predicting that household heating bills will jump by as much as 54% compared to last winter. So on average, you can expect to pay more than $700 this winter to heat your home, making this the most expensive year for gas-heated homes in more than a decade. With nearly half the homes in the country using natural gas for heat, we're going in-depth tonight working to find some ways to help save you money. Our Natalie Fami found that using a wood-burning stove or fireplace can really offset some of those rising costs. Wood sales, pellet sales, or would they be going up? We are seeing an increase in that. Home heating prices are expected to increase by more than 50% this year. Service manager of Countryside Stove and Chimney, Dave Arcara, says now might be the time to think about how to offset that cost. There are units out there that do help offset furnaces, uh, so the furnace won't be running as hard all the time. A study done by Penn State says in a typical year, natural gas can cost almost twice as much to heat your home than wood. And this could be the most expensive winter for natural gas-heated households in more than a decade. Efficient wood fireplaces, pellet stoves, 
they are, are offsetting that also. But like many things this year, when it comes to heating, you have to act fast to make sure you can get the supplies and services you'll need this winter. That should be done early in the spring, early summer. The U.S. Energy Information Administration says more than half of homes in the U.S. heat with natural gas. Our camera says if you haven't already started buying wood, there could be a price increase there too. That might be a, a challenge for a lot of people uh, that have to buy wood. But he says this year's demand for wood isn't a shock. Wood units, there is an increase in that, but I seen that last year too during the pandemic. Our camera says the sooner the better to install new units in your home or stock up on supplies. It's like people... The, the problem is people wait till the last second, then they say, then they think, okay, let's call and get it done next week. It's, it's, it's that's tough. In Holland, Natalie Falmy, Stephanie. Okay, let me come back on the screen. So as you guys see, um, it's real. Um, if your home is heated by electricity, then that's great. But for most people's homes, it's heated by natural gas. It's like you know, you you have an electric bill, you have a gas bill. So I would say that. Definitely stock up, like we were saying in the chat, on electric blankets, um, you know, just so you can stay warm. Uh, space heaters. Like, I keep a space heater. And a lot of times I'll run the space heater, um, even at my old house, I would always run the space heater. Because, one, they tend to warm up quicker, um, especially if you're using it, like, in a certain room. So you can get small ones, big ones. There's ones that are infrared that don't make any noise. And they will really warm up a room. So get them before they're gone. Because I've noticed even at Walmart, a lot of the space heaters are gone or they don't have as many. So the supply chain is crazy. Yes, put plastic on the windows. Thank you, Nurse Courtney. That's another good tip. So they're leaving a lot of good tips in the comment section. Plastic on the windows, I've done that as well. And then there's those things you slide underneath your door. They're brown. It's like foam on either side and you slide it under your door. I'm not going to say that it really works. I've used them a few times. It's okay. But, child, it's okay. But that's, you know, that's an option as well. There's some on eBay for like 10 bucks. Um, but, yeah, you're going to have to stock up. It's going to be, it's a lot of stuff. Even now when you're going to stores, they're even telling you, like, you know, you can't get more than, like, one bag of this. Or, you know, they're starting to crack down on the toilet paper and things like that. So, just continue, you know, getting your supplies, save money, just understand that things are going to be a lot more expensive and there's a supply chain shortage on everything from phones to washers, clothing, just everything right now is behind because of just how everything went down in 2020 with the whole supply and demand. Now supplies going back up. But, you know, I'm excuse me, the demand is going back up, but the supply is not really there. So it's a lot of issues that are going on right now. So just be aware of that, especially if you live like in like a big city, like a major city, like Atlanta, L.A., you're going to be fighting for resources. So just be very, very aware of that. So I want to let you guys know. Um, let's see here. Deanna Spiral Robinson says, hey, T, thanks for spending time with us. You're the best. You looked amazing at the party. Thank you so much. I had a really good time during this live stream. So thank you for joining. I appreciate you. Um, Jersey girl, what's up, sis? Sam $5 says the air quality will be crap also this year in Salt Lake City. A lot of people have wood burning heating sources in their homes. I didn't even think about that. 
If everybody's running to go get like, you know, wooden stoves, that is going to affect the air quality. I didn't think about that. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Um, Glovesin5 and says, have you seen the back and forth with Dave Chappelle versus the trans slash LGBT community? I've seen it. I'm just going to mind my black ass business and sip tea. I've I, I just been sipping tea. I have no comment. But thank you. Thank you, love. I appreciate you. Um, Marvelous M said 1999 says, I love my heated blanket. Got it from Target. By the way, it's my birthday weekend. Libra gang, your sis from Minneapolis. Love you. Love you too, Marianne. Thank you so much for the um, super chat. And yes, it's, it's Libra season. Y'all are up in here. All I see is scales. <laughs> so thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see. Slim Queen, she sent $4.99. She says, this is my first time checking a live. You always keep me entertained and informed. Much blessings to you and congratulations on the house. Love from VA. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and thanks for coming through, sis. I'm glad you're able to catch a live stream. So thank you. Um, chill out, bruh. Send $5. Says, hey, auntie, it's my 27th birthday and I'm in the house with GDC19. They don't let the GDs in the dough. Hey, I think I knew that song, huh? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry that you're sick with the C19. Thank you so much for the super chat. I hope you get better soon. So take care of yourself. Um, and on that note, you guys, I appreciate y'all for coming through. This was an awesome stream. Nanania, thank you for the 1999. She says, hey, thank you, sis. Um, Brianna sent 10. She says, I'm in school. I just wanted to show you some love. Thank you, Brianna. I appreciate you. Uh, Sayi Senfai says, looking beautiful. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate y'all coming through. I've been on here now almost two hours. I had to get ready to go. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed the stream. I will be back again. And we're going to have a Discord meeting Sunday because my son's party is tomorrow. So I'm going to be busy with that. But Sunday, we're definitely going to have a Zoom meeting. It's a lot of stuff to talk about. I want to catch up with y'all, see how you guys have been. So Thank y'all for just, you know, letting me enjoy these past two weeks, um, you know, while I'm vacation and working. I really appreciate it. So on that note, you guys have a good day. I'll talk to you guys later and happy birthday to all the Libras out there. Bye.